so early on, like we didn't have any des full-time design uh, resources, but a lot of the times we would just kind of throw together a design based on what we thought looked good. And uh, looking back at it, they all look pretty terrible, but um, <laughs> we had someone on our team go like bring this new feature and just walk around Walmart and ask people to try it out and get feedback. <laughs> This is The Early Years, a show about influential early employees of the most successful companies and their stories that have made a lasting impact. I'm Braden Anderson, and on today's show, how our guest joined a startup as employee number seven and is the first full-time engineering hire. Have you ever created something from nothing? For most people, it's a feeling that they don't get anywhere else. That feeling is amplified when someone is willing to pay you money for the thing that you built from nothing. This is a feeling that Jordan Wilde has experienced on countless occasions as he's developed product for Simple Nexus. Jordan joined the company as employee number seven and the first full-time engineering hire. But before becoming an engineer, he had zero intentions of doing so. In fact, he thought all engineers worked in a dark room and didn't talk to anybody. It wasn't until his roommate introduced him to some projects he was working on in class that Jordan realized how much he enjoyed programming. I, w I was even in college, I had no idea I wanted to do engineering. Um, I had a roommate that was working on, he had some like computer science classes and he'd bring home like the projects he was working on or he'd be working on it and be like, man, that looks so much like more fun than the stuff I'm doing. Um, <laughs> so I, I took the same classes he was and then um, I kind of just, I feel like I just got lucky. I landed a job working for a company in Boise like as a summer internship. And uh, basically what they did is they put like a whole team of like summer interns on the same team. And all summer you would work with a few other like full-time developers on these projects that they had like, that they had specced out for, for the interns. And so it was just like a blast. Like we, we had like pretty much what you'd think of like as a dev team, you'd have like sprint meetings every every Monday and um, you'd kind of you'd kind of work through what you're going to work on that week and by the end of the summer you had a couple of really cool things that you had built with like a team of other interns and uh, do you remember what you built um it was like some it's like some user onboarding tools and um, they were it was like a financial analytics firm and so Mm. Um, yeah, a couple other, most of them were kind of internal tools for their, for like their sales team or, um, customer success team kind of thing. Tell me more about that internship. What, what happened after that? Um, it definitely like it solidified, like, I don't know, like, I guess I saw like the, the side of like, I don't know, it, growing up, I always pictured like programmers as or developers as someone that kind of you just sit in a dark room and no one <laughs> no one talks to you you don't talk to anybody and you just um you're just in front of a terminal like hacking away at stuff and so to have like this experience where you're like collaborating with the team to build something useful and um we yeah it, it kind of broke that stereotype and helped me realize it was it was a lot of fun and I, yeah i enjoyed it a lot yeah yeah 
Well, I think you're breaking the mold for a lot of people or the vision for a lot of people, because I think a lot of people still have that mindset about an engineer developer that they just sit in their hole and don't talk to anybody. So that's good that you're, you know, you're breaking the mold for everybody. At this point, then you, you become an engineer, you graduate from college. Um, were, was it always your plan to join like a startup? Like, cause even before you were at Simple Nexus, which is the company we'll talk about more today. You know, they weren't a huge company either. So was it always your plan to join a startup? Um, yeah, I, I, well, I don't know. And um, I had interviewed with, uh, with some bigger companies um, and kind of weighed out the, the pros and cons of going to work for like a Google or something um, yeah. or to stick with somewhere local. And um, I think from talking to other developers and, and just my own preferences, I really wanted to like um, get like a broad, yeah, work for someone for something smaller and kind of feel like you're a part of, a part of it growing and um, kind of scratch that like entrepreneurial itch a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think maybe part of it was just fear too. Like it, it just seemed safer to go work for a smaller company and maybe in some ways. Um, but overall, I think I just, I wanted to get my hands dirty with um, building something kind of from the ground up, I guess. Yeah. And obviously, you know, you have worked at startups and not at the, the Googles of the world, if you will, but you know, are you happy you went this route now that you've been doing this for, you know, the last five to 10 years? I would say so. Yeah. Like, um, I feel like in the, um, let's see, it's been like, um, like seven or eight years now since I graduated, what I've been able to build and learn in those eight years, I have a hard time envisioning how I'd be able to, to get close to that experience if I had worked for a bigger company, um, where you're kind of limited to a certain role or title and that's, Mm. that's your job day to day. Um, working for a smaller company, you definitely get a lot more broad experience and wearing different hats. And um, I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned from like the, the growth of a company or a product that maybe you, maybe you can, I think that there are opportunities to do that in bigger companies, but um, might be more rare. I don't know. Yeah, totally. Totally get that. Um, so then tell me how, how you originally got introduced to Simple Nexus. Um, so I, I met um, a guy named Dave Stevenson, um, and he hired me at Simplifile, which was uh, the company before Simple Nexus. And um, I just, I just really enjoyed working with him. He's, I don't, if, I don't know if any listeners know him. Um, he's, he's pretty active in like both the tech community here in Utah, but um, just great guy in general. And then as far as like his vision for like building products um i just i learned a lot from him and i enjoyed working with him a lot at simple filing when he left to go help start simple nexus um i i think in my mind i just viewed simple nexus as like this really cool like little startup that he had he had gone to to go help start and um there's something definitely appealing about it just because of my my respect for him so um at the company I was at, I started to, I kind of had, I started to feel a little comfortable, not really, 
I wasn't learning as much as I'd like. Um, yeah, I was just, I was itching for something new and more challenging kind of thing. Um, and I think part of that comes from my, I was just young and had a lot of energy and wanted to, <laughs> wanted to tackle the world kind of thing. Um, the thought of like working for a startup where everything's a lot more lean and scrappy was just really appealing. So when Simple Nexus was at the point where they, they wanted to, they were looking to bring on more developers. I was, um, yeah, I was, I was, it, I was just stoked to, to have that opportunity. Gotcha. So that's at that point when, when you decided to leave Simplefile to, yeah. to go over to Simple Nexus. And, and how, how big was Simple Nexus then when you joined? Um, I think on, on paper, I was employee number seven. So um, in the office there, we, we had like this tiny basement office. Yeah, it, there was day to day, there was me and like five other people kind of thing typically. So. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, what was it like to join a company that had <laughs> five people there? Overall, it was really exciting. Like, um, I was lucky to join like kind of right at, so the company was founded in 20 or like the LLC was founded in 2011 and I joined in 2016. So the first, the, those five years, um, I think was a lot more like, um, basically the founder Matt, um, was kind of doing it on the side and then finally was able to jump over to do it full time and then started bringing in more people. Um, and I feel like the, the moment, the moment I joined, it was like right on this like trajectory to just explode. And, um, it was just, I feel really lucky to kind of have been along for the ride and yeah. all of that. So it was just from day one was really exciting. But like, tell me a little bit more about what it was like with, you know, going to work and there are literally four other people there. Like, did did you enjoy that side of it or were you like nervous to join a company that was that small or was it just excitement? Um, really just excitement. Yeah. It was cool to like be able to look around and you see everybody like <laughs> it kind of feels like a small family in a way, like um, any like wins that we had really felt like um that yeah there's just like a lot more like personal touch in all of, in every aspect of of working like in that small group would you do it again um i that's a good question it's now that i'm like a little further on in my career there's a lot more risk to like leave what i have now to go work for to to like to do that again i think it's a lot easier to do it earlier in your career maybe as a developer anyway yeah. Um, especially, yeah, I think like I'd have a lot harder, I think it would take a lot more for me to, uh, to make that jump back to a, a small company now, but, um, yeah, going back, if, if I were to go back, I totally would make the same decision. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, <clears throat> so when you joined, obviously super small, um, they'd been around for a while. Like you said, like 2011, you joined in 2016. So they, they had some, t even though they were small, they still were building a product. It sounds like they had some customers. Like when you joined, what was the product? Like, were you there to help build the MVP or were there customers on it? Like, tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. So, uh, it's kind of funny. Like I said, Matt's the founder and he, he's a developer and he was building, he was building the Android side and then Dave was doing the iOS side. 
Um, and as the company began to grow, Matt started, Matt needed to spend a lot of his time more on the sales and like the growth aspect of the company. And so the Android side of things just, um, basically in order to keep up with what Dave was doing on, on iOS, Matt would have to like on weekends, go get a hotel and like lock himself in. So there were no distractions and like just heads down work on the Android side of things. So really, um, at the, when I joined, it was, it was mainly to just take all the, like the development side or all the development stuff that was his responsibility and then, and, uh, start working on that as well as like some of the building out some of the website and other aspects of the product of the of the product yeah gotcha Um, but as far as like uh, it was they had quite a few features and it was it was really powerful yeah like it was selling and um but then comparing where it was at to where it is now um now we've got where before it was just kind of a fun app that had a couple of features. Now we've got like this platform that handles the mortgage process pretty much start to finish. So yeah, there's, there's been a lot of, of growth since then. Well, how I'm, I'm blown away by how many customers they had even before you joined, like how, how are they able to acquire so many customers, customers like so quickly and so easily? Um, it, so it started out, Matt was, uh, a lot of his family is in the mortgage industry. And so he, he built the app originally just as something that is like his mom said, Hey, this would be really cool if I had something like this. So he built it and then <laughs> he shared it around her office. And then he realized like people would actually pay for it. And so it, re- it really was like kind of a grassroots, like bootstrapped thing where, um, and even when I joined a lot of our, like the decisions that we made on what we should build were largely driven by what our customers said that they wanted, like where their frustration was and the, the loudest mm. customers typically got what, what features um, they wanted to be built. So. Yeah. Cause I'm curious, like you come in and you are now taking the, the engineering side of one of the founders, right? Like that's your whole role. Like how did you know what to build? Like, was he just telling you what to build was it just this customer feedback? Like what, what was that process? Um, it was pretty, pretty, um, pretty simple. Like we had a Trello board and um, Dave and Matt would kind of help and, and Ben would help kind of prioritize that on. Um, and if we had a customer call in really frustrated about something, we would just throw it at the top and get, get it working for him kind of thing. Um, but so the squeaky so we, will. Yeah, totally. And so it was, every day I'd just come in and I'd look at that list in Trello and I'd pull pull a card into progress and hopefully by the end of the day, push it out. So that, really? Um, yeah, yeah. Really bare bones, like not a lot of, of process or, or anything around it. By having the methodology of building whatever customers the noisiest, like are there pros and cons to that? Or what do you think? Is there merit to that process? Yeah, there's definitely pros and cons to that. Um, like now, now we have, now that we've grown and we've got like a, a product team in place, it's really cool to see the difference of kind of running by the seat of our pants. And now we've got a team that's dedicated to really thinking through what our roadmap looks like. And um, 
I think I think like the potential of us building some really cool products is a lot bigger now than it was in the early days because of that. Um, but we also wouldn't be where we're at now if it wasn't for I think some of the, like the leaner decisions that we made early on. So I think it's just kind of a balance and it's really hard to say, I, I'm sure for every every company and, and at different points in their in their journey, they kind of have to weigh the, the pros and cons of, of, of what processes to implement and how, um, what, what, yeah. what to work on next kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like typically when, when you're that small, you're very reactive. You're just solving the current problem, right? You, you don't, and that doesn't give you the opportunity to be proactive, which it sounds like has, has been where part of the shift has gone is, yeah, I'm sure there's some reaction that happens, but you're much more proactive as a product and engineering team. Yeah, totally, yep. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, like I, I imagine as an engineer, like no matter what, like it, it's got to feel pretty good when someone purchases something that you build, like whether you're at Google or at a, at a smaller company, like it gives you that sense of validation, I imagine. But like, was that amplified by building really a brand new product that was just in this antiquated market? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like um, whenever we got something done, like in those early days, the it was it was so exciting to like get good feedback about something yeah. or to like to land a new deal because of something that we had built or um, we'd jump on a call and, and demo it and they'd be like, wow, this is this is totally like life changing, and people. <laughs> people still will still get those reactions today, but it, there's not as much like magic or I don't, it's yeah, not as much satisfaction today as it was like when you're the small group that um, that's just trying to like to build something kind of, yeah, I don't know. It's, and then I, especially early on, like what were you doing to learn more like what the customers wanted? Cause I'm sure there was a time where you stopped listening to just the loudest customer potentially. Um, what were you doing to understand what you should be building to learn the mortgage industry, which I'm sure you didn't have a background in, like, tell me more about that. Yeah. That, um, especially in the mortgage industry, there's so much like industry knowledge that goes, or it's a really just complex industry. Um, and there were, there were quite a few projects that I worked on where, um, basically it's a travel card with like one sentence and then for the next like three or four months, it starts off with just like calling a bunch of loan officers and trying to figure out like what what their current process is and trying to figure out how they how they think about the problem and and, and just, you were calling these people you oh like yeah an yeah yeah which is a that's I think uh, like a really cool aspect of working for a smaller company is you as an engineer you you get to play that role where you're you you're kind of on the ground researching and and figuring out how to how to solve a problem um rather than someone else doing it and you just kind of get all the specs and you just build it um i think one thing that i um i appreciate what simple Max has done for me is early on they they'd pay me to to fly out to these like mortgage banker conferences and i would just kind of be a fly on the wall and like listen to 
what were these loan officers um, or these the, these owners of mortgage companies? What are they talking about? What drives them? What's what are they frustrated about in their in their job? Um, what are they excited about? And to kind of get an inside view on what that persona is like, I think helped me a lot as a developer know how to build out a product that that they could get excited about. Um, yeah, and I I did, I'm, I feel like that's not something that you really think about necessarily, like to send your developers to conferences that where they're not oh. actually doing any coding or anything. Um, yeah, so I think that that made a big impact on uh, on me helping me like learn the 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 industry so that I could build a better product. So early on, like we didn't have any design. Yeah, we didn't really have any design. Um, like full-time design uh, resources, we, we would get people to come in and consult sometimes, but a lot of the times we would just kind of throw together a design based on what we thought looked good. And uh, looking back at it, they all look pretty terrible, but, um, <laughs> but uh, we would, we would get like, I'd get like my family and friends to come in and test things out. And that was, that's just kind of, that's a lot of fun. Um, nice. Uh, we had, uh, um, we had someone on our team go like bring this new feature and just walk around Walmart and ask people to try it out and get feedback. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, That's yeah, so awesome. just stuff like that where you're, you're just trying to make do with what you have and, um, it, um, it's just fun to be able to, to, to like stretch your wings a little bit that way. And yeah, and my, it, yeah, it's, it's a cool experience yeah. to like work on, on the design and um, research side of things Yeah, as an engineer. Uh, I'd love to hear maybe your, one of your favorite stories from the early years. Yeah. Um, I think like the first one that comes to mind is we, so we were in that little office and um Matt called us all in. So it, there's, yeah, there's, I don't know, maybe eight of us at that point. We're all just huddled in this small room. And um, he announced that we had, we had one of our bigger customers had decided to prepay uh, two years of their license. So essentially it like, it gave us this big chunk of cash where we could, we could grow start yeah we could start bringing on more resources mm. without having to necessarily raise or um um give away any equity kind of thing and um i remember like the the emotion like when when we're all huddled together and like celebrating this like win the emotion at that moment was so like just raw and exciting the like that we've got this small group of people that's really accomplishing something bigger yeah than ourselves kind of thing and um that experience is even though like today we still have like these huge wins from our sales team and in a lot of ways bigger than what we had back then that like raw emotion and that 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 like feeling of of like these this like you're in this like pivotal moment that that's <laughs> not it's not quite the same and so yeah it's yeah. it's just really cool i don't know yeah i feel like super lucky to like have have that experience yeah that's that's awesome that's such a cool you know 
experience and, and just feeling to be able to go through and, and share with other individuals. Uh, you know, I've, I've been fortunate to have that same feeling both, you know, just with the uh, organizations I've worked at and you just hit these milestones and there's something about that, right? Like, and especially when you're smaller, it's like, we all did this together and hit this milestone, whether it's closing, you know, your first six thousand or six figure deal or hitting a quarterly goal that just felt completely unrealistic and then somehow you all pull together and make it happen mm-hmm. it's just something about that you know so i love it love it uh jordan i'm curious just maybe as a final question here what what piece of advice would you give to someone that's currently in the early years of a startup um particularly in, from the developer standpoint um like don't be afraid to to like get outside your box and um yeah like find ways to be uncomfortable um and vulnerable (laughs) and like uh don't be afraid to get on a call with customers or to 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 ask like ask stupid questions kind of thing that's jordan wild the first full-time engineering hire at simple nexus we'd love for you to subscribe to the show and leave us a rating if you like hearing these stories I'm Braden Anderson, and this is The Early Years.